Oh. Oh, shoot. Love you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, okay. 706. We're here. Happy Monday. How was your weekend? 844 Studio 4. What'd you do? Did you hang out with anybody? Did you have a good time? Any stories? Anything happened to you? Bill the Buffer on the sticks. He's rocking the Orioles jersey this morning. Feeling it. It was a big weekend for us. Big weekend. What happened? Orioles clinched a playoff berth, baby. Guaranteed. They are going to the playoffs. They are guaranteed. And I believe there's one website that uh, bumped up their uh, playoff chances to 73%, even though we are guaranteed. So, well, that, well, that, <laughs> so that, we that's, will be there. That's what I was wondering. So playoff berth, yet it's 73%? Yeah, or I think is it's it just a little glitch. It is 100%. It, it's, it's a glitch. It's kind of funny that... Uh, so you could lose every game the rest of the regular season and still go to the playoffs? We could. We won't. I'm not saying you about will. About playing I'm just ball the right way at the right time. Mathematically here. Uh, Correct. We have clinched, baby. So educate me a little bit on baseball here. Uh, oh, so like the uh, – so at, at worst, we would make a wild card. Okay, at worst, you make a wild card. So best case scenario. Best case scenario. We who w- are the Orioles playing first round of the playoffs? Uh, see, that's where it gets really tough. Um, we'll play whoever. You know, it doesn't matter. It don't matter. It's we're just the young guns. Regardless. Yeah, we'll play. We'll play ball. <laughs> we're just trying to play. Correct. We're just trying to play yes. the game. <laughs> yes. Um, so really excited for them. It was a fun game. Um, they went split the series over the weekend with the Rays, um, winning the last two games and ultimately clinching a spot. Thanks to the Rangers losing. Do you feel like baseball is being disrespected by every other sport right Absolutely now? Absolutely not. Given that everything else is on TV and I don't see baseball anywhere right now? You you will. You'll start to. At playoffs. Start to. Probably more towards playoffs, yeah. Uh, okay. I'll be in your ear about it. Oh, you, you will? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, how about Denny Hamlin coming through this weekend? I know how we're getting a little sports it? early. but That's it's, fine. It's, it's a big weekend. It's a big weekend in sports, uh, and it's Monday Night Football tonight. I mean, don't get us started. Uh, do you? Uh, it's not Thursday, but it is the Monday. Is the growl? No, the growl's not ready for Monday Night Football, huh? I mean, it might be. It, it might, might be, be at some point. At some point, you had texted something over the weekend. Are there? Are there really two games tonight? There are two games tonight, which I was a little. Uh, Where's what? So disrespectful. Yeah, I was. Uh, what happened there? Who's yeah. playing? Um, the Browns and the Steelers, I think. They, they'll play at like Ugh. 8.30. So we're playing at 7.15, which is Gross. a little bit earlier of a uh, start time. It's like only because East Coast people will watch this? Is that what yeah. they said? I don't know. They were like, man, we need something else in here. We got to add something. <laughs> it's that bad? Yeah. Has this ever been the case before? Or is this uh, yeah, the first they time? They have. They've is, had it before. Is it because it's early in the season, you yeah. think? Like, yeah, so they're trying to just, you know, arrange. Keeping the buzz. Keeping the buzz going. But um, hopefully our Panthers do well. Well, it's a bit. It's almost at this. It's. I don't want to say it this early in the season, but it's, it's a must-win game. It's a must-win. <laughs> We've gone from it's still early in the season to a must-win game. <laughs> game two. We don't want to go down zero and two in the NFC South. To everyone. To everybody. Yep. Known to man, the right. Panthers are here to play, and uh, so I, you know I wore my Panthers gear today. I and like it. You look great. I appreciate it. 
Uh, still waiting on the callback from Tepper. He, he said you might be in today over Frank. It just depends how the day goes. He, he doesn't like Frank's pregame, like as far as preparation day of. Because, you know, it's about like, okay, what do you eat? What is the outfit you're going to wear? How do you rally the team? Tepper's not a big fan of the way Frank does it right now. Right. And so I said, look, if you need a hype man, I'm your guy. If you need somebody to come in and really light a fire in a way that would make Bryce Young about six inches taller, I'm your guy. And He's going to play big tonight. I hope he does. He yeah, needs he to. How big, how big was the contract? Is um, it proportionate? It's a, it's a rookie deal. He's fine. Is he's he fine. proportionate right now or yeah. what? Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah, I'll tell you what. He's a, he's a lot taller when he stands on all that money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Straight ones. Yeah. Straight ones, baby. Yep. Playing the NBA. He could play in the NBA. Could he jump that high? That, he can do anything. What's his vertical? He I don't do know anything. what his vertical exceptional. is. Exceptional. Anything exceptional? No, it is exceptional. His vertical is exceptional. Is exceptional. He's how's a great his, athlete. How's his uh, leg, his movement, his footwork? Is it it's good? It's great. It's great. Solid? Yeah. It's do you expect him a, to be in the pocket or out of the pocket tonight? I think he's going to mix it up a little bit tonight. I think the lights are on. It's here. I think today is the first game. I think he feels it. You think we're going to run that wildcat offense? No. Uh, no. <laughs> nope. No. How about Ron Rivera <laughs> last night holding on? Big uh, dub. Big dub for Ron. Why do I still I, I do find myself pulling for Ron Rivera. It's, it's hard not to go yeah. for the guy. Uh, Riverboat Ron, former Carolina Panthers coach, now coach of the Washington. Are they the commanders still? They or are the that, commanders. Are they changing that again? They're the commanders They're for the now. commanders for now. And they uh, held it off against the Broncos last yep. night. Broncos being Ben Daniels, senior director of Sensory's team of choice. Oh, that's his team. So I, I'm happy to discuss their loss. Right. It's not a problem for me. And uh, Russell Wilson drove the ball down nicely. I thought it was a nice drive. I was like, there's no way. And he goes for the Hail Mary, about a 50-yard Hail Mary at sure. the end. Converts. They go for two to tie. No way. There was a lot of contact. So for look, I'm getting into the sports conversation you for are. my sports fans. Right? Like there it. was a lot of contact. I question the contact. There was also a lot of contact. Colorado, Colorado State. Your take on the cheap shot, Bill. Your take on the cheap shot for the wide out. What did uh, you think? That was an unfortunate, uh, unfortunate play. Didn't didn't like the hit. Definitely a targeting. Um, so, did they end up going back and calling targeting? Um, no. Did not at all. No. No. I don't mm. think so. You know what that deserves? That deserves a little bit of this because you got to reset the room after, after they didn't call targeting. What? Yep. That's a good decision. <sighs> nice. That's that black powder. That's Guess good. what the flavor is. They got 21 flavors, Bill. Guess the flavor that I did this week. Um, Puerto Rico. Nope. What you got? Pumpkin spice, oh, baby. Wow. Got that pumpkin spice. Fresh bag grinded up the beans last night it is the last week of summer so <laughs> it's pumpkin spice season put it into my that's not that was my grinder yep. put it into the container upon which i put the grinded beans so i have it for the week nice grind at the beginning of the week oh so, so you, you grind in bulk bulk grinding occurs wow. on sundays in our house and then i can ride with it through the week so i got a flavor of the week right here i got that pumpkin spice let me wait hold on i gotta do it again See, it's gr oh. make it look good. Oh, because I don't put anything in it. I don't cut it. I don't put creamer. I don't put sugar. I don't put any of that stuff in it. It's just the bean. And it's a pumpkin spice bean. Black powder coffee located in Mooresville Highway 150. 
if you're coming off 77, just make a left at the Chick-fil-A, go down into the business park. There you'll find Black Powder Coffee. They roast their own beans on site right there in the back. I've been in there. We've toured the place. It's pretty. There's a lot of science, a lot of manipulation of, of the bean to make out the flavor and a lot of good stuff. Uh, they got 21 flavors, and they got a little retail storefront there hanging out with you. And uh, so you can go in there and snack. Here's the best part, too. Go in there, tell them Good Morning LKN Crew set you, WSIC, 10% off. 10% off! It's a killer deal. They also got that nitro cold brew right now mm, for those who observe. So you can ride with it. We uh, we uh, appreciate you riding with us this morning. 844-STUDIO-4 if you want to be part of the conversation. few topics to talk about today. Trump was on Meet the Press. He was meeting the press yesterday. We're going to find out what happened. National holidays, word of the day, traffic. Jeff's on the other side. We're coming back. Good morning, okay, and Justin Kazep is 718. If you're on the video stream right now, you'll notice my head is chopped off, and that's okay. WSICnews.com, all the social platforms. You can find us wherever you digest your content. We appreciate you riding with us. Hold on, wait. Gosh, that black powder coffee's good. That's that pumpkin spice. We got to get a look at the streets. Jeff with iCats, rideicats.com. It's Monday. He's cruising. We're rolling along. Jeff, how are they looking this morning, sir? 77 uh, north and south between Statesville to Charlotte is flowing pretty good right now. Of course, uh, traffic is getting heavier. And so towards the, the lake, uh, just be careful, though. It'll slow down in the normal places. But uh, no incidents to report. And the side roads look pretty good right now in the Statesville-Mooresville area. Nothing to report. Okay, Jeff, we appreciate you. Congrats on the wins this weekend. Carolina, now remind me, I apologize. I didn't catch the Ohio State game, but congrats on Carolina. How did Ohio State do for you? They they they, uh, they took care of Western Kentucky. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Notre Dame-Ohio State game Saturday night. That'll be a good one. But uh, anyways, uh, they, they were looking pretty good. So, okay. uh, of course, it's a, a lesser opponent, but uh, – uh, the real test will be this weekend. But congrats on uh, App State. Uh, what was it? I think 43 to 28. It was pretty good. Yeah, that, that's pretty accurate of a score right there, Jeff. That was, it, was, it was a great game to watch. I appreciate your kindness uh, toward, toward the Appies as, uh, you know, as we hopefully will continue to play more North Carolina teams. We, we appreciate being part of the mix, and we do enjoy it, sir. Uh, and, and we thank you for the report, rideicats.com. So you've taken a trip all the way down to Charlotte once already this morning, Jeff, and you're getting ready for your second or what? Yes, sir. I've, I've already been there once. And in Mooresville right now, I'll be heading out at 730 to go back to downtown Charlotte. Okay, there we go. Jeff with iCats, rideicats.com. If you're looking for alternative transportation, three bucks to get down to Charlotte each way. Three dollars there, three dollars back. Jeff, uh, w- real quick, Panthers game tonight. Uh, your take, you think that Bryce Young throws that those miraculous TD passes or w- what are we looking like tonight? I hope so. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for him. Of course, I have to say I'm originally from Ohio, so I'm a Browns fan. I suffer a lot through a lot of losses, but, but the Browns defense is looking pretty good this year. So uh, we play Pittsburgh tonight. So, uh, but uh, good luck to all the Panther fans out there. I, 
I hope uh, I hope they they play a good game against the Saints. We appreciate that, Jeff, and we hope you have a great day. We'll check in with you next hour. All right, bye. Bye. So Jeff will be one of the few that check out or punch out, as they say, uh, at about mm, eight thirty, eight fifteen, somewhere in that range. Yeah. What's next, Bill? I went everybody's head about the bird. It's time for the word of the day. What's the word? Today's word of the day. Today's word of the day is a rare one. It starts with a Z. 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 Those are always fun. The word of the day is Zenith. Zenith, the warrior princess. Zenith. Not, that's, no. No, different? Yes. Okay. So, believe, but it is a noun. Yes. I believe that Zena that you're referring to started with an X, I think. Oh, really? Like Zenith, was it, was it Zenith or Zena? Zena? Yes. Yeah. Xylophone. Yeah, let's stay on track here, and I'll, I'll do some digging on Xena. <laughs> the warrior princess? The warrior princess. Shout out to those who remember. Go ahead. Yes, the real ones know. Um, Zenith, for those following along at home, Zenith, Z-E-N-I-T-H. You know my last name has a Z in it. It does. In there somewhere. Buried, Got a lot of letters. Buried deep with it. Would you like to hear it in a sentence, I, or do you have a take? So, well, hold on. Well, no, I, didn't I don't have a take yet. Uh, it's a noun, person, place, or thing. A thing? Yeah. It's a thing. Yes. Okay, so Zenith, Z-E-E-N-I-T-H is how it's pronounced, though it is only Z-E-N-I-T-H. This is where Bill gives me the word, and I've got to guess the definition. Bill, may I have it in a sentence, please, sir? Why, of course. At the zenith of her music career in the early 2000s, she released her best-selling album to date. At the height. At the peak. At the pinnacle. Very, very close. At the top. Very close. Top. Very close. Is my final answer. Just top. The summer sun was at its zenith in a cloudless sky. At its summer solstice. No. At its... At its... Zenith refers to the strongest or most successful period of time for a person or a thing. The strongest or most successful period of time for a person or a thing. Correct. So it could be a person, a zenith. No. Can, can I describe you as a zenith? Um, if I Build was the, the most zenith. successful time, yeah. Well, I don't want to. Well, your most successful time is each morning here with me. Correct. Bill the Zenith. It is the Zenith of my day. Bill the Zenith is on the sticks. Yes. Zenith. The warrior Bill. <laughs> zenith. So, Closely related to Zena the warrior princess. Yeah. Kind of, sort of? No. All right. That's the word of the day, the, the time of the day where Bill gives me a word and I've got to guess the definition. If only, if only... Uh, we could gain a little bit of knowledge each day. We are excited. Uh, forgot to announce at the beginning, kind of, sort of, and then we just we just confirmed Representative Jason Sain is coming on the show this morning. Big deal coming out of North Carolina right now. A lot of talk about the budget. There's been a there's been a lot of things moving around. Uh, we're, we're grateful Representative Sain is about to come on the show here shortly and discuss whatever it is we're going to talk about. Because look, I know he's a little upset, and no, it's not about the budget. It has to do with the 49ers. I guess it looked like it was a tough weekend. If I saw if I saw Coach up, up on, on the tape, running back on the interview on this side, he wasn't happy. From what it sounded like, uh, we're willing to cut coaches if we got to it at, at Charlotte. That's what it sounds like. 
Sounds like if we gotta if we gotta move some things around, we gotta move some pieces around, then we're gonna do it. And I, I'm sure Representative Sane is well aware of what's going on at UNCC right now. And uh, you know, it, it's still early in the season, right? Can they still claim it's early? College football can still claim it's early, right? Like it doesn't have to be Right. Fire sale. They don't necessarily have to be like we don't have a fire win. sale right now, right? No, he's in. He's also taking over a program, so it's going to take a, a little bit to get his culture. The cool it? thing, the culture is there because yeah. he he was rocking the sleeveless sweatshirt. Oh like yeah, the, and, and again, he's got his swag. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, I when I saw Representative Saint a few weeks ago on the video show, I was watching because I wasn't able to be here in studio. Yes, rocking the sleeveless Charlotte. Yes. you can say the culture's there, baby. The I culture zero is there. problems. No, I didn't I don't even think he with, needed a mic that day. Didn't want to mess with nothing. Right. Uh, so we're excited to hear what's what's been going on, and also Representative Saint, right? He's he represents Lincoln County, but he's also uh, conference chair of the Republican Party and co-chair of appropriations. So he's been extremely busy, and we're grateful for his time. And so he's going to share with us a little bit about what's been going on in Raleigh. Uh, it sounds like you know we're gonna ha- we might have a vote this week. He had his newsletter that he sent out yesterday. Inside Is he gonna be Raleigh. calling in or? I, I t- gave him the option. I said whatever right. you want to do, Representative. Cool. I'm gonna leave it to him. So if we can open up three CX. So if he pops in there Excellent. or he calls, either way he wants to do it. Um, I would imagine like at some point, I'd be curious like how many times has he slept in his office in Raleigh? I would be curious like because on these type of like weeks where you've got just all night probably of negotiations and working through things. I'd be curious if he's tallying how many nights has he slept in his office in Raleigh. And like probably not even sleep, right? If you're staying there, you're probably not even like sleeping. You're powwowing and chatting with with other legislators trying to get the deal done all night long. And so they're they're so they're looking like they're going to have a vote this week. It looks like again, Representative Saint's newsletter inside Raleigh. Um, you can find we'll, we'll find out how you can subscribe to that if you're interested. The better thing to do and not well, the simultaneous thing to do watch Representative Sane each week here because every Wednesday he's got his show All Things Sane, which he does here at 11 to noon. And he's wherever he's at in the world, right? He could be here in studio. He's been in Orlando doing his show live. We didn't do the show live from Chicago when he was there. Um, I think there was some meeting schedule situation. Uh, and then from Raleigh. He's done it from Raleigh a few times. So we're very grateful for his time and, and happy that we're able to, from a technology perspective, connect you to leadership. That's ultimately our goal here at WSIC is to provide access for you to leadership and to the representatives that represent our local community. And even if you don't live in Lincoln County, well, you're still relative to North Carolina. And Representative Sane is holding it down on both fronts, and we appreciate it. And all the leaders. Senator Sawyer's show was Friday. She did it solo. So so David Coble wasn't in, and he was on, what, twice last week, I think, on other shows. So Senator Sawyer coming in, holding it down, per usual, not concerned whatsoever, and willing to take your calls. All the leadership is. Today's Representative McNeely at 11 o'clock. He'll be on his show. Um, what, it's, uh, gosh, not, we're, we're not, we're just saying it's Senator Sawyer's taking care of Iredale. Yeah, taking Excuse care me. of Iredale? I mix yeah. all the, this yeah. is the problem, right? See, we do so much local content. You go to WSICnews.com, you click radio shows, you can see the full lineup. And so, again, we're going to have Senator Representative Sane, excuse me, on the show here shortly. And uh, that's not even like normal Monday content. This is more of like just break into it. At some point, we'll get into Trump. Indicted! Going to happen. Hunter got indicted too, right? Hunter Biden. He got indicted. So now now the, the tally is even. We've got two indictments. Somebody else, uh, some people on the other lawsuit, like Trump, President Trump's lawsuit, like there's like, what, 18 people, I think, that got indicted in that thing. It's kind of like the Huntersville Candidate race, kind of basically, right? There's what 16 running in Huntersville, and there was 18 indicted. Hey, coincidence? 
Probably. Probably. Nobody knows. We'll have Joe Berg later at 8.30 bring us that sports update from the weekend. Tweeted at Denny Hamlin. I tweeted at him. I said, hey, congrats on going to see that optometrist, bro. Congrats. Congrats. You're on your way to win a cup series. You're on your way. And I, I want to be very clear. In no way, shape, or form is my hating on Denny Hamlin in any way associated with Joe Gibbs at all. Joe Gibbs is actually the only reason why I'm holding back because I respect the man, because I respect the team. I respect the fam. But Denny, keep your appointments, brother. You can do it. You can win a cup series. I believe in you. You just need a little vision help. That's all. I don't know if it's Atrium or Novant, whoever it is you got, Denny. You stick with them, brother, because you're on your way. You're finally getting closer. I'm not afraid to throw it up. You know what I mean? I'll throw up a little bit of love. What about that? Bill's not even paying attention to me right now. I'll throw a little bit up. No? Not going to rile me? Hey, it's this for life, though, baby. It's this for life. That's what matters. Good morning, LK. We're back. Good morning, okay, and 7.34. We're back at it today. Happy uh, Monday to you. Hope you had a good weekend. Representative Sane joins us right now on video stream. You can be watching on WSICnews.com, also all the social platforms. Representative Sane rocking the UNCC gear this morning, holding true. How you feeling after the weekend, Coach? How you feeling? Uh, you know what? Uh a little down. I uh, expected uh, a win, but you know what? We went in uh, as the underdogs, even at home. Uh, Georgia State had beat UConn the week before, so turns out we just couldn't put it all together. I, I think Coach is, is getting everything dialed up. I mean, things went really well in some plays, and things went really bad on others, but uh, they had a, had a surge, looked like a comeback, and then Georgia State shut the door on them. So, hey, you know what? That's football, as they say. It's a, it's a new program. He's building it. But uh, still have my faith in, in Biff, and uh, we're going to get there. And your uh, ability to just keep going is impressive, Representative. Did you guys run it back on the sticks on eSports e after the game was done? Did you go back and run the tape already and try to figure out what went wrong? Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm sure the coach did. I went, I went home and played some John Madden football on, on, on my PC. But, you know, thinking about the game, uh, we were down on the sidelines with the coach. Uh, the coach and my son, Jackson, have, have, have struck a great friendship. And, you know, like I say, it was, you could rethink this game a thousand times. But um, they'll, they'll, they'll look at the mistakes that were made. They'll, they'll make adjustments. And, and we're going to Florida. Uh, down to Gainesville to the Gators this weekend. So that's that's exciting. That will be a tough game uh, for sure. But the Gators aren't the Gators of old. So we might have a shot. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short like that. You guys could beat the Gators of old. Don't do that to yourself. Come on now. You could handle it. But you've also been working hard in Your Raleigh. Best. It's 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 been nonstop for, for you guys. I know for a while now. You sent out your newsletter yesterday inside Raleigh, hinted at the fact, are we going to see a vote this week on the budget? Is that is that what it's looking like? I believe that's going to be the case. Uh, yeah, we've been working hard. You know, it's hard when you get 170 people together and try to find some way to get to consensus, right? Uh but I think we're there. This, this casino issue that the sentiment has been adamant about uh, has been at the forefront for the last couple of weeks. Uh, not not a surprise to me, and it shouldn't have been a surprise to most members of my caucus that they feigned some surprise. Uh, you know, straight out of the gate in, in May when the Senate sent their budget out, 
There was about a $3 billion, you know, what would be a hole if it weren't paid for some way. Uh, they had indicated they were working on casino and video lottery terminal legislation that uh, our sheriffs have, have looked for for years to try to find some way to, to manage these these video lottery terminals that are out there. They're, there's kind of a gray area, so they call them gray games, as a matter of fact. So uh, trying to regulate that, and then there's some interest in casinos since Virginia has theirs. Uh, so they came forward with their proposal finally, it took them a while, uh, but we did get it. And then some members of my caucus kind of balked at that and said, no, we, we're not gonna vote for a budget with that. So over the weekend, we started working and it's like, how can we how can we get to a happy place? Um, some folks wanted to vote up or down on casinos. So we were doing two different bills, kind of a clean budget bill that uh, has most member projects and uh, you know, pay raises for teachers and pay raises for our highway patrolmen and so forth. And then another bill that has the Medicaid expansion and the casino lottery stuff. I don't really like Medicaid expansion. Some people don't really like casinos. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. And uh, both bills are dependent upon each other, but we'll, we'll get to a vote, I think on Wednesday and Thursday of this week. How do you find a way to put all those pieces together, herd a bunch of cats and say, hey, OK, now let's compromise. What how could you even start that process in Raleigh? Well, it is painful. I last uh, I guess it was last Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember which now it's, I've slipped since then, but went went for a four and a half hour caucus with members of my own party. Um, and, you know, everything's been said, but not everybody had said it just yet. So we, so we had to suffer through that. I think every member of our 72-member caucus had a little bit of something to say. It seems like it almost. Uh, but, but I mean, look, all opinions are valid, right? And people come to the legislature with different perspectives. They, they, they have different life experiences. They have different things that they expect when they get there. So it is, I, I don't call it herding cats. I call it juggling cats. Because uh, if you've ever tried that, and I haven't, I probably wouldn't suggest it. And Humane Society probably get on me for that. But uh, but it feels like what juggling cats would be like, right? I mean, you just, you throw them all up in the air and they're clawing and they're, and they're scratching and they're complaining the whole time. But you finally get to a process. We started this process back in really February. And so for eight, nine months, we've been moving forward on trying to fine tune what what the needs and wants and uh, desires are of North Carolina citizens, what our needs are in government, and and how to do that in the best way possible to keep us at the front. And we we came up with the budget. The House budget came out in April. Uh, the Senate countered with their proposal in May, uh, and we've been arguing ever since. So most of us are ready to be at home. I know I am. Uh, you know it is football season. Uh, it is all. It is still baseball season, as I heard you talking earlier. And, uh, you know, there, there, there are other things we want to be doing at home. Uh, I've got a lot of things that I do in the fall with constituents and lots of lots of uh, fall festivals and things of that nature that, that we've got to get to. So really getting into this late season, it's it's been a little tough. Governor does not like our proposal. I was shocked. I mean, really just floored that, that he didn't uh, on face value just say we love what the Republicans are doing. I know this is a first, but uh, we're going to try to mull through that anyway. Uh, and see what happens when we put these uh, votes to the floor. I, I, educate me here for a second, Representative. Look, you, you've been in Raleigh. You, you know how this process works. I, I have a very simple peanut-sized mind. Broad strokes, like conjunction, junction, what's your function me on the overall process of getting a budget passed? Working since February, that's a long time, and a lot of people are wondering, well, hey, what's been going on? Give us the high 10,000-foot overview on what it takes to pass a budget. 
Yeah, if I can make it rhyme, it'd be even more interesting, <laughs> like an ABC after-school special or something. But, uh, you know, the really, it starts at the committee level. We, we look at each department. Uh, it goes through various committees in the House, and it goes through various committees in the Senate. They, 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 they find out what, you know, whether it's Department of Information Technology or whether it's HHS, Health and Human Services, uh, DMV, DOT, I mean, all, all the alphabet soups. And that takes a long while. I mean, it really does, as, as you're really planning for two years. So our, ours is a two-year budget. We'll come back next year, tweak it a little bit, but the, we're laying out the plan for the next two years. So that takes a while. Uh, then we we alternate each biennium, which means uh, every two years, one house gets it over the other. So it starts first, basically. So the house started this year first. So we got ours out in April. Uh, Senate took about a month, looked at our bill, said, okay, we agree with a lot of this, a lot of we don't agree with, here's the changes, and then sent it back to us. Uh, then we go to what they call conference. So that means that myself and my uh, senior approach chairs and co-approach chairs go into a room with Senate approach chairs, and we spend hours upon hours upon hours uh, each day uh, going through painfully uh, through each part of that budget. I mean, I, I've listened to more stuff about HHS than I ever care to listen to, uh, especially at eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night, uh, as we sit there and go through that staff is there with us. We have a very capable staff. We have a nonpartisan staff. Um, we, we, we bring in agency heads, we bring in department heads, find out about, you know, what, what is it about their ass that we need to fund? Cause we're asked to fund a lot of money. It's 32, $33 billion on your behalf. So that that's a process and it takes a long while. Uh, but then after you get most of it ironed out, then you kind of kick up what we call kick up to the corners, which is the the the, the Senate leader and the House leader. So the, the Speaker of the House and the Senate leader uh, end up making decisions on a few minor things that or could be big things uh, that we're trying to work through. So that's taken some time. And then, you know, lo and behold, we're not set on any clock like some legislatures, but I, I still think keeps it at the citizen level, uh, meaning that the bureaucrats aren't running this show. Uh, we have a lot of say as, as citizens. Uh, and so, you know, getting to an agreement sometimes can be difficult. This this is really no different than any other year. Uh, it just becomes the narrative as you get into the fall, uh, you know, that, that, oh, we can't get to a budget, can't get to a budget. The good news for people at home is we have a continuing resolution. It's not like the federal government where we shut down. We, we continue on last year's spending. It's really just about new spending, about pay raises for for our employees and those type of things that we have to come to an agreement on. Tell me and, and be honest with us here, Representative. We were we were trying to calculate if we had to guess how many nights have you slept in your office in Raleigh. I, I'm I'm going to say it was, I'm going to I went more than ten. What do you think? Like if you uh, what what what's it been? So to be fair, we're not supposed to sleep in our office, but um, I have after coming out of a late night budget session, I have a very comfy sofa that that uh, is in my office and, and I have got a little shot eye there, woke up about 4 a.m. and uh, then went down to the parking deck and, uh, and and checked out and went home and showered and came right back to go back to work. So uh, I, I do get a nap every now and then because we do spend some hours there at the legislative building. Uh, you know, you just get worn out and sometimes you just need a little little uh, pick me up nap and I'll do that. Uh, don't I've never slept there overnight. I, leaving at 4 a.m. I think still qualifies as not sleeping the full night. But I, I, I woke up to do where I was. I, I uh, the, all the lights were on in the office, of course, and uh, it was uh, it was a lonely place there at the legislative building when you walk out at 4 a.m. <laughs> we're talking with Representative Sane. Sane, are you able to stick with us one more segment? Is that okay? Sure. Okay, we're yeah, gonna no stick problem. we're gonna stick with Representative Sane during the digital break too, fam. WSICnews.com, all the social platforms, radio fam. We're coming right back. 
All right, Representative Sane. Uh, okay, so you broke the bill out into <laughs> from your newsletter. Look like you've got just the pure budget, and then you guys had the Medicare. Is it Medicare or Medicaid again? Peanut Medicaid. Size okay, Medicaid yes, expansion Medicaid. and the gambling stuff or the casino stuff. How did you land on that? Like, how were you guys able to actually separate it into two? So that was that came from the Senate uh, as an idea. Uh, hey, you know, our, our people are saying they don't want the House. We're saying they don't want casinos and VLTs in the budget. And so, you know, Senator Berger, smart guy, he says, OK, I'll give you what you want. Uh, but by the way, I'm going to put Medicaid expansion in there. Uh, but then also our ARPA money, our American Rescue Plan money. Right. So these are these, this infrastructure money that's going to go into different places across the state, uh, doing what we can do with that. So we haven't finalized everything. We'll do that today throughout the day. Um, but, you know, look, it, it is we, we will get that budget that people want. And then those that, that want a Medicaid expansion can get that. I voted against it. And but, I you know, I don't mind the casinos. I don't mind the VLT language because I have thought for a long time that we needed to do something about that because it's happening anyway. Uh, we just need to make sure we, we regulate it and, and bring it to the light of day. But, yeah, it's uh, it was um, it was kind of a Friday afternoon, two o'clock idea. <laughs> so are you talking about like the place I see that say like skills games? Is that is that that gray area kind of places? It is because what, what would happen is legislation would come, or, you know, that they would try to address it. Uh, they would change the game just enough that uh, the law didn't apply to it. Uh, this would this would make it much more easy to regulate, um, you know, your sheriffs. Uh, a lot of your sheriffs have, have wanted to be able to you know, at least have some guidelines about how to approach it. Uh, because otherwise you see these little pop-up things. There's no, there's no uh, protection for consumers. Uh, you could be playing a game that's basically just going to rob you. Uh, or you could at least have some set of um, regulations that would say, you know, your payouts are going to be this, and you're, you're at least going to have to, you know, abide by these rules and regulations. I mean, it's still a gamble for sure, uh, but it's not just something that is just there to totally take all of your money. You, you'll have a chance at winning. Do you have? Do you ever have you guys like taken a field trip as a legislator in these kind of places? I've I've been in one, maybe two before, but like I don't I don't gamble because I just lose. I'm not good at it, so I didn't know if right. you guys like travel, just see like what's going on. We we I mean I, not officially as a legislature. I, I've stopped in one or two of these places. Uh, quite frankly, not a place I wanted to go to. Um, the, what I call them, kind of slots in a box. I mean they're not slots, but they're little pop up type casinos. Uh, they're, they're, this is the other problem with them is they're, they're a little bit seedy. There's, you know, a lot of chance for organized crime. Uh, if we don't deal with it, it's going to continue. Um, it's not, it's not think when you think of like Las Vegas style casinos, that's not what these little gray air, gray market games yeah. have been. Let's rejoin uh, real quick. A radio rep. I'm sorry. Hold sure. on one second yep. for me. Yep. No problem. It's good morning. LKN on the new 1059 100.7 WSIC. <laughs> Good morning, LKN. 748. Representative Jason Sane is on the line with us. Actually, video stream. So WSICnews.com, all the social platforms. You can also watch Representative Sane each week during his show, All Things Sane, which airs every Wednesday from 11 to noon here on WSIC. We're grateful for Representative Sane's time. He's been working hard in Raleigh. They've been working on a budget. They've been working on all kinds of things because, you know, the government still has to keep going regardless of what I do during my day. Representative Sane, what else is going on in Lincoln County? You and your your uh, newsletter, Inside Raleigh, had a few shout-outs for Lincoln County locally. What's been going on here on the home turf for you guys? Yeah, so kind of cool thing, state government related, but but bringing it back to the hometown. Uh, a couple of years ago in one of the budgets, we, we were able to f secure funding for uh, all four 
uh, of our high schools to have uh, the turf, the, the turf for the athletic fields installed, paid for. Uh, part of part of when you when you end up with surplus budgets, uh, returning it back to the communities. Uh, each community got something. Uh, ours we thought would would be a good idea to to get this artificial turf to our high schools. So just a couple of weeks ago at the Lincolnton at East Lincoln football game, I was honored by both schools and uh, got some swag there at the fifty yard line. Some some uh, Lincoln High School gear where I graduated from. But you know, once you become the elected official for for all your county, you, you become a fan of all teams. Uh, so I got. East Lincoln Mustangs gear as well, so I alternate. Can't wear them together. I think that'd be you know. Kind you of should kind do of it. Throw the combo out. together. Throw yeah. the combo. Come you know, on. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I can't do that. <laughs> but uh, but I'll, but I'm very proud to wear the gear for each school. And but but more importantly, uh, very happy to be able to do that for those schools. And this coming budget, uh, you will see this week when we put it online. Uh, with kind of following that same line, there'll be lighting for those athletic fields. So uh, if you've gone to it, it's not like going to a Panthers game. You know, it's it's high school, what they could afford uh, lighting when they built the stadium way back when. So this this will help do some upgrades for that as well. Uh, and, you know, always, you know, I always keep kind of a list of local projects. We certainly try to help our, our fire departments. We've uh, had a, a laundry list of, of, of things that we were helping um, last year. East Lincoln Fire Department got funding for their, their new substation. Fastest growing area of the county needed some help. Denver Fire Department got a new fire truck uh, a year or two ago. So those type of things that you'll see in this budget as well. Uh, there's, there's some would say pork project. But these really just go right back into the community. So it's not for you know some some one person. It's really just for the communities to 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 be able to leverage some of those funds and, and get something for the community. You'll see a lot of that. Uh, you'll see a lot of infrastructure funding in this next budget. But yeah, by and large, Lincoln County doing well. We, uh, you know, got got our start on the school year. Everybody got back to school fine. It's now they're back into the, I guess, the doldrums of, of school. I, my kid left just a little while ago for school. He's like, ah, oh, Dad, it's Monday. I was like, yeah, son, but you're just one step closer to Friday. That's what I said. I slept in pretty late this morning. Thankfully, Bill had everything prepped and ready for me. I was looking a little rough uh, before the show. So thankfully, we've got a top-notch team here. Uh, so education, pretty big conversation in the state, really in the country how do you feel it landed within the budget and kind of what were some of the things that that you you were you were specifically paying attention to with education well it, it has been and always will be the largest spend in our state budget of the other 33 billion dollars roughly uh, so i think somewhere between 55 and 60 percent of that budget goes toward education whether it be k-12 which is the bulk of it but also our community colleges also uh you know for our university system so <laughs> lots of investment there um if you we're doing some things for, uh, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, but we're doing some things for our community colleges, like at Gaston College, uh, which is real important to the Lincoln County side of things. Uh, Lincoln County and Gaston College uh, are have a partnership, so we have a, a campus in Lincoln and a, and a campus, the main campus in Gastonia, uh, or Dallas actually. Uh, proper, but uh, we're, we've got a $60 million investment in a building for uh, health sciences. We desperately need, uh, you know, nurses and healthcare practitioners uh, that, that are out there. We, we need a pipeline because we are falling short. We need that workforce. Uh, so those type of things are in that budget as well. So that, that, that's, it's, it's quote education, but it's also workforce. Um, you know, we, we've got to get them educated to have them to be able to work. I mean, that's kind of the goal of, of education, if you will. So, so getting, getting those folks, uh, prepared and ready for the labor force is very important uh, like i say lots of investment in our in our k-12 and in, in security but also uh and just good old-fashioned you know uh reading writing and arithmetic if you will uh, lot, lots to do there 
health and human service is also a big spend always uh, roads you know we talk about roads all the time on WSIC because we're the fastest growing area in the state and roads can't keep up with our growth uh, you know I always tell people like hey did you call us 20 years ago to let us know you were coming uh, it, is, it is hard <laughs> to do that right you don't you don't just build them overnight and uh, but you know it's we, we can laugh about it, it stinks though when you got to sit in traffic and you know I, I'm as painfully aware as the rest of us and uh, just trying to move the needle on that, get things in, you know, the investments right, get get things uh, where we can try to play catch up. Unfortunately, you have to play catch up on some of those, but education being the most important thing that we do and, and making sure that we get those funds out to that those people and, and who are part of that education system. And I, and I always, look, I always say in, uh, my highway patrolmen are, are some of the most important people in the state, are, are our correctional officers that have to deal with criminals. You, you couldn't pay me to do that job. Uh, we've got some pay raises for them as well. It's it, That's a tough job. Uh, it it lo- a lot of times goes, you know, unthanked for, for what they do, the sacrifices they make. Uh, so we're, we want to make sure that we're, we're honoring them. It, it, I'll tell you, it falls somewhere between the Senate position and the House position. Obviously, I like the House position better. I'm a House guy and a House budget writer. But, uh, but it, I think we, at the end of the day, we've, we've come up with another great budget uh, that we can be proud of. We just need to get it voted out and, and go home. We're speaking with Representative Jason Sane, who represents Lincoln County, also conference chair in North Carolina and co-chair of appropriations. Is that right? I always, I'm sorry if I get your title. You got so many titles. I feel like I get them all wrong all the time. I'm so sorry. Well, you know, titles are free. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm the senior chair of appropriations, but uh, conference leader as well. So conference leader in the House means that for the House Republicans, means I'm responsible for our reelection efforts for, for all of our caucus. Uh, which gives me a seat at the leadership table as well as the appropriation chairmanship. So it's uh, it's fun. I look, I, I enjoy uh, being a servant and, and being a part of it. Uh, I get a lot of a lot of reward out of it. Some some days are, are better than others, obviously, but but uh, there's a lot of joy in, in just knowing that you can make a difference and make an impact. We got a couple minutes left here. Wanted to see last week the hot topic. The phone started blowing up when I started talking about the lithium stuff going on in North Carolina alternative energy, whatever we want to call it. Is that at all part of the budget? Or do you guys say, we're going to save that for a different conversation? How does that work? That's really a different conversation. That's that's not a part of the budget necessarily, uh, but it is a hot topic for sure. Uh, clean energy, I used to chair our, our uh, emerging uh, markets and energy committee uh, back in the day. Uh, we have been in this conversation for a long, long time. The lithium stuff is is important because we all like our little devices, right? And they're all powered off lithium batteries. Um, and, and as much as people don't want those mines around their home or, or in their area, uh, they do want their devices. So it's like, you know, it's today's gold, if you will. Um, but that'll, that'll certainly uh, end up being something that falls in, in the purview of the legislature to some degree. Uh, but also clean energy always remains a part of it as well. Uh, you know, when Tesla first came into North Carolina, they couldn't sell their cars. Uh, we had to we had to write special legislation, and I got to be a part of the negotiation team on that, uh, where you could buy your Tesla. Um, it was because we we had a different you know way that the auto dealers dealt with it. So we I worked with the auto dealers, found a uh, I think a good happy medium, and and everybody ended up either as equally happy or as equally mad as as you will, and we kind of moved on. So that's kind of behind us. But but clean energy, people want cleaner energy. I think we all do. I think whether you're the incumbent Duke Energy, you see that we're shutting down coal plants, but that comes at a cost. Uh, but you don't want to raise rates for the consumer. And so trying to keep those things in a fine balance is very, very hard, very difficult. And and trying to meet 
federal standards too that are sometimes like a you know they really are a moving target um particularly when you switch administrations you go from one that's pretty reasonable as far as clean energy and then and the next one that uh, kind of goes all out so we're trying to we're trying to really just to to make sure that we've got a all-in policy that we look at things that make sense for the consumer uh, that that is you know cleaner better for for all of us medical marijuana did that end up being anywhere or is it like hey we're another one we're going to put that to the side and bring that conversation back at the appropriate time later on so it came out of the senate uh, we just can't get enough votes in our caucus to move it forward um it's i i've i've really come a 180 degrees on medical marijuana over the years um i've never smoked marijuana myself it's not something i do you know casually and this is really not about that anyway it's about medical marijuana it's about treatment for people with with cancer and other diseases that, that to help ease their discomfort and and find them comfort um senator bill raven has been a leader on this a thought leader on this uh he's got some personal experiences with i think with family members that are that are going through some things uh so he has a he has a pretty good story to tell um i think it's one of those things that it takes a, some time uh, for folks to either you know accept it uh, or to to become comfortable or be ed- more educated about it, uh, I've spent a lot of time just just reading and trying to find out as much as I can about about that issue. Uh, I've I've even you know gone with a group of legislators, which we pay for, not the state, uh, to go down to Mississippi and see how they regulate that and see how that how they how you would grow it, how you would regulate it. Uh, what that would look like. So it's a it's a conversation that's ongoing. I don't see it coming up in the House this year. We just don't have the momentum. Uh, so it's it's kind of a standstill now. There was some rumor over the weekend. Of course, rumors flying like crazy. I had to put my phone on do not disturb. Uh, there were so many calls, but uh, that that medical marijuana would be in the budget. That is not the case. It will not be in this budget. But I do think it's going to be an ongoing topic because legislators really need to hear how you feel one way or the other. Uh, but I've, I've gotten a lot of, uh, particularly our veterans who have who've suffered uh, uh, through PTSD and found this as a, as a, a, a treatment that they can uh, utilize uh, in the right way. I, I think a measured market, a, a transparent market, and, and a regulated market probably makes sense, uh, but we're not there yet. All right, we're talking with Representative Jason Sane. Representative Sane, we appreciate your time. Real quick, we got about 30 seconds here. Now that if the budget passes, does just the legislator go home and go take a nap, or like do you guys still have to do some work? Yeah, for about two days. Then we got to come back and, and do redistricting. But uh, but we're that much closer. Once we get this behind us, we can we can move on. So hopefully, fingers crossed, in the next couple of weeks, you, you'll I'll be a free man for a little while. All right, Representative Jason Sane, you can listen to him every week. Watch him every week on All Things Sane here on WSIC News, WSICnews.com, and all the social platforms. Got to stay informed. We're happy to provide you access to the leadership. That's what we want to do. Good morning, fam. We're coming right back. Thanks, Representative. Thank you, sir. Take care. Good morning, OKN. 8.06. Happy Monday to you. Second hour, so that means you, at the top of every hour, you've got a rule. Black powder coffee. That's all that's in the cup every morning. It's the pumpkin spice blend I've got. I don't cut it, I don't put sugar, I don't put cream, or I don't do any of that. So I need a flavored bean. And why not have one that is, you know, roasted locally, flavored locally, black powder coffee. Exit 36, Highway 150. When you get off 77, you'll see the Chick-fil-A. Just make a left at the Chick-fil-A. Go down into the business park there. They got a retail front, so you can buy some if you want. You can, you can peer through the glass. Oh my goodness, what's happening back there? Are they roasting their own beans? They surely are. 
you can watch that that sweet crackle. That's a that's a bean crackle right there, by the way. Prove me wrong. Again, black powder coffee there. 21 flavors they keep, at least. Melissa's like, I think it's like 21. We've got so many flavors. So you can get your choice. Like I said, you don't even have to put anything in it if you don't want to, but you can. They got all combos. They got cold nitro brew as well. Nitro cold brew? Something like that. It's pretty good. Pretty solid. Even Ben Daniels, Senior Director of Sensory, a non-coffee drinker, loved it. So if you're looking for a gift for somebody, maybe you don't drink coffee and you want to get a gift for somebody who does drink coffee. Solid. And here's the best part. You go in there, you tell them Good Morning LKN sent you, WSIC, 10% off. 10% off. Giving you them deals. That's what we do. Thanks again to Representative Sane for joining us, talking about the budget here in North Carolina. Looks like it's going to be going to a vote this week. That is a big deal. Budgets, all that kind of stuff, all that conversation. They're spending money, right? You want it spent on things that you want. It's part of the duty of the legislator because we've got to make sure we've got good stewardship and we appreciate good leadership. And so we appreciate Representative Sane taking some time to speak with us. You can listen to his show every week, Wednesday from 11 to noon. All Things Sane. You can also go back and watch and listen to all of his episodes on WSICnews.com. And you can join his newsletter, Inside Raleigh. He keeps you posted on what's going on at the Raleigh level. Again, we want to provide you with access to leadership. Today at 11 o'clock, you've got Representative Jeff McNeely, who does his show, Taking Care of Iredale. And he'll be live from Studio A in Statesville. You'll be able to call in and engage with him if you've got a question for Representative McNeely. He's big in the agricultural game, also transportation. So if you've got questions, you can reach out, have direct access. Consider it like their office hours. That's the way I think about it, right? You want the opportunity to chat with them. That's their time they're coming in. You can just submit a question uh, over the phone, through the social platforms, because we do video stream everything here. We do more local content than anybody, and that's our goal. We want to keep the local community apprised, the wonderful Lake Norman community, the vast array of culture and everything. What a weekend it was. Did you have a good one? Did you do something fun? 844-STUDIO-4. Bill the Buffer is on the phone right now. So this is the time usually where things get away from us because I am just a man with his thoughts. Had an interesting experience this weekend. Went to a restaurante in Davidson this weekend. Popped off to Davidson. Trying to remember why we wanted to. Oh, okay. So the original plan, the original plan, uh, we were with the kids on Saturday, had a great time at the park. Um, we really enjoyed going to the park with the kids, walking around, letting them run. Beautiful parks around Lake Norman area. Absolutely love the vast amount of parks that we've got all around our area. Some wonderful walking trails all over the place. And so uh, we also then decided, hey, let's let's get some food. We'll get some food. We're out. It's Saturday. We've been, you, kids, you've done good listening. You've done a good job listening. Let's go out and celebrate. A little za, a little pizza. So uh, we also wanted to get some dessert. Got to get a little dessert. So we think, okay, let's get some ice cream. Typically, we would do if we're in like a fast-paced scenario, we'd hit up the Brewsters, right? You hit up the Brewsters on the drive-through. You keep the kids, the younglings latched in the vehicle. That way, they can't escape and run wild like wildlings through the streets. And but this time, we we had a little bit more time, a little more comfort. So I said, okay, we'll do something different. Wits custard and Davidson. You ever been to Wits? Solid. Love me some custard. Yeah. There is a difference. There's a little bit of difference with the custard than there is with the regular ice cream. A little thicker, a little creamier. Wits is a cool spot because they have like a unique flavor of the day and a flavor of the month. 
This is the end of the story, but I'll go ahead and give you the spoiler. I had the, the pumpkin spice crunch. I had the pumpkin spice crunch at Wits Custard this weekend. Has pralines in it. That's what the crunch is, is pralines. So Demi wasn't about that. She went for, that's the monthly special, by the way, the pumpkin spice crunch. She went for, I believe, the daily special, which was Buckeye. Peanut butter. Demi, that's her number one flavor is peanut butter. She's she's peanut peanut butter chocolate. Another level. That that's that's to the moon right there. If I if I'm looking to spoil my wife for on a, on a night, peanut butter chocolate, baby. That's what it is. So anyway, that's the end of this night. Let's back up a little bit though, because we went to to a, a spot. We went to a little za spot. Went to Brick House Tavern, Brick House Tavern in Davidson. Beautiful building, the Brick Building. I believe Brick House Tavern's been there for quite some time. Pretty good experience. Um, I, I will say, um, and I think this is true for a lot of the small businesses, labor's a real thing. I mentioned Chipotle and Burkdale the other week, right? The sign on the door, online order only due to significantly short-staffed. So it's crazy. The demand is here. Brick House Tavern seemed a, a little similar, like they didn't have the sign on the door, and it wasn't packed, but there was a, people started rolling in. Again, we eat dinner early, right? Like we're like a 4.30, maybe 5 o'clock dinner fam, mostly for the kids, right? Also, I get a little tired. I like to be in bed by 8.30. So four, let the tum-tum settle before you get in. Uh, we eat a little early. Typically, we can beat the crowd. The uh, server... Is, is waitress still a politically correct com uh, way to describe? Is waitress okay still, Bill? I just need to feel like I need to Server. Server. So the server, it was her second shift, she told us. And I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm going to require my kids to work in some level of service industry when they become of age. I'm going to require it. Um, it will be a rule in the house because they need to experience what that is like. So I'm, I always try to, and I always am kind to servers and wait, all those kind of positions because they're very important and it's a tough gig. If you've never been a server at a restaurant or done any type of service type job, it's very difficult. So I, I always try to have the utmost respect and I don't mind if they're new or not. It doesn't matter to me. And I just, I always ask questions about the menu. And so I was like, oh, have you seen this? Have you seen this? After a while, she's like, yeah, I haven't seen a lot of people order it. And then she finally told me because I felt like she was nervous to tell me. But we, we built this relationship of trust that the server finally was like, it's my second shift. I said, oh, my gosh, congratulations. How's the gig? She liked it. So that's cool. Uh, but here's where it went wrong. While, while Demi is right about peanut butter, Buckeye, chocolate, flavor, fantastic. I let her choose the pizza flavor this week. And it's not like I let her, oh, the man let the woman choose. That's not what it is. That's not what it is at all. She chose the pizza. We're always adventurous and somebody gets to choose something different. She went with what's called the Acme, the Acme on the menu. It's like spinach, onions, fried eggplant, and like three other things. It was a little too much in the veggie category for me. It was a little too much veggies. I felt like, I felt like it was a little too healthy for me. I just, I, I needed a little bit more meat on there maybe to balance out. Maybe some Italian sausage. Maybe a little bit of a roni on there. Just some kind of meat, meat-based protein, not plant meat. I need real meat. And so, uh, but the kids, they had their cheese pizza. Noah had like six slices. Dude downed it. So solid experience in Davidson. Shout out to Davidson. What a unique community. A lot going on there too. What'd you do this weekend? Hey, Bill, uh, who, 
who is that community calendar girl, by the way? Good morning, okay, Ed. 818. We're there. We're rocking and rolling. We've already had, well, a couple of bites of something, but I'm going to... I'm going to see. I'm going to wait before I reveal. Got to get a look at the streets, though. Crazy out there. Mondays, usually off the chain. Jeff, how are we looking out there? Uh, just in between uh, exit 31 to uh, 23, both north and south on 77. Uh, a little heavy congestion. It's a uh, little slow, but uh, traffic is moving. Everywhere else uh, looks good. Uh, there's uh, the secondary roads seem to be good in the Statesville, Mooresville area. Uh, no incidents to report, so it's a good start to the Monday. You think, Jeff, that people start off by staring at the beautiful complex of Langtree, and then their eye catches the lake, and they're like, oh, my gosh, it's the lake. And then so, like, it's like a quarter mile of people just not even looking at the road and just staring out their window. You think that's what happens every day? I, I think so. I think there's some that uh, just... Uh, uh, see the view and uh instead of keeping an eye on the road <laughs> yeah it's a nice view but if you're going to stare at the view you need alternative transportation because you shouldn't be a uh, staring and driving should be illegal jeff so ride iCats, ride iCats.com uh, alternative transportation three bucks jeff will take you into the city three bucks to bring you home and there's a couple other routes they do during the week tuesday go to the va in salisbury uh and then what is it wednesday what do we do on wednesday jeff you got to remind okay. me here Thursday is going to Winston-Salem. Friday is going to Hickory. And then every day we do locally uh, the, uh, uh, the Mooresville, Maine, and the Statesville Bloom. That's a dedicated run uh, that, that goes uh, to, like, the library, uh, Belts, uh, Food Lion, different places. So just keep that in mind, and those are $1.00. And you guys do pickups, too. Like, I could schedule a pickup, like, at my house if I'm in Iredell County. Is that right? Or how do you guys do the pickups? On the pickups, uh, you need to call into ICAT and give a 48-hour notice. But we do uh, go to your house, pick you up, transport you to wherever your destination is in Iredell County, and then we uh, uh, bring you back home. So... And that's uh, a dollar each way. Okay, there you go. Jeff with iCats, ride iCats.com. Jeff, we appreciate you uh, keeping us informed on what's going on in the streets, sir. Drive safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, have a great day. You too. All right, keeping you apprised of what is happening on the streets. We also need to know what's happening in the world. Billy? Mm. Oh, no. It's happening. All right, all you city slickers. Listen up. Listen up. Because we're back with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, yeah. Here's what we got in our headlines today. What's happening? As I switch up my accent. <laughs> today in the news. Well, not today. This is some good news that I found uh, over the weekend. Okay. Um, a Fayetteville couple newlyweds mm. go to the beach for Labor Day weekend they buy a Powerball and while they're driving home in Labor Day traffic 
they find out that they win. What? They win. Like they instantly, like almost instantly won? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Came home Monday with a $1 million Powerball ticket. Ooh, quick Millie. They got a $2 Powerball ticket um, for Saturday's drawing. Look at that ROI. And they didn't check it out until Monday on their way home. Glorious. What a feeling. What Congrats. Do you, what do you do in that moment? You're driving. You find out your reaction. They were just in shock, they said. Oh, my gosh. Don't crash. Right. Yeah. They were sitting in traffic, so it was probably best that there was traffic. That yeah. Day. Put right. it in bark, please. I'll tell you what. I would have the biggest smile in traffic. People would be worried. <laughs> this guy is uh, a little too happy on something. Go ahead. Right. Um, bad news. Bad news. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, the U.S. Uh, government is asking for help to find a missing F-35 fighter uh, fighter jet after pilot ejects um, during a mishap. Yes, so they believe that, and, and this is in Charleston, a pilot ejected from the, from the plane, and um, now they have no idea where the F-35 is. <laughs> it's just probably still in autopilot, they're saying. <laughs> did, they put, did, they, did they staple posters to the light poles right, missing. around this? Yeah, so keep, <laughs> keep an eye out. <laughs> missing F-35, if seen, please call the government. Correct. That is exactly what they're asking. It, do you <laughs> call 911, or what? Like, did they give a phone number? Um, they did give a phone number. That would require a lot of scrolling and reading while we're live. Sure. Maybe we'll give that to you. Uh, you can call the uh, J.B. Charleston Base Defense Operations Center at 843-963-3600. There you go. Definitely, that's who I'm calling. They, I've actually got them on speed dial, particularly Correct. extension 403. That's really where you want to land when you call them, so just have um, those are the most sophisticated uh, fighter jets that we have, and um, I think I think though if you've seen it, you, where you need to call in is the home ad show. That's where you call in and report if you found the. As you said, F thirty five. Yes, F thirty five jet. Call into the home ad show with Pat Shannon today when you find that F thirty five jet. All right, go ahead. What the you got F-35 on that? F thirty five B Lightning two jet. Is it a bomber? Isn't B for like bombing? <sighs> I don't know, Justin. <laughs> Um, when do we get the elevator music going on here with the end? Yeah. Is that normal part of the song? Yeah, yeah. It's just a little, something a little different for us. Okay. Um, and then the ugly news, all right. Um, not necessarily ugly, but just interesting. Um, Coast Guard arrested a man for trying to run a giant hamster wheel across the Atlantic. <laughs> I did see pictures of that. Yes, it's quite an interesting looking vessel. I was um, trying to confuse. Why did they arrest? Didn't they arrest him? You said they arrested him. It's just safe. Yeah, but this is this is. They detain him. Yeah, they take him. Out this of is America, state. though. Right. I can't swim in the ocean. Um, no, you just can't go across the Atlantic, I guess, in an unsafe. Was vessel. he in? Was he within U.S. territory still, or was he outside? Yeah, they uh, caught him uh, just outside, about seventy nautical miles east of uh, Tybee Island. Dude was in the middle of the ocean. Correct. Seventy miles, dude. You're, you can't. I doubt you can he see had another land. four thousand. Four thousand! Oh my god! Another four thousand to go. Yep. Why not just let him ride? You know. And, and this is not the first time he's been intercepted. It, it happened. Uh, oh, he's a known commodity. Right. This uh, guy's uh, just <laughs> taking the hamster wheel. Um, I, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, I would never do it. Don't get me wrong. Like the like the ocean is like a real place. You gotta respect the ocean. You gotta respect the ocean. I don't She's play the, the 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 Lord has made that thing to be something crazy. We watched a whale documentary last night. Right. Orcas. Bro, these these things, dude. The ocean is crazy. 
You realize we don't even know everything that goes on in the ocean? I, I do realize that. We, we don't, don't even know everything that goes on outside of the ocean. <laughs> Let alone in the ocean. Right. Deep. Where we Real got no deep. business being done. Where we got no business. Like that submarine that went down to the Titanic, dude? Like, not. Nah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Dude, no. I almost I'm, forgot about that. Yeah, one. almost yeah. forgot, right? Like, yeah. there, where there's a news headline. By the way, people are dumb and still trying dumb things. That's oh, what wow. the headline would be. <laughs> I mean, like, really, just for fun, you go in a tin can into how many miles down to where the pressure, literally instantaneous death, right? Which is what they believe occurred to the people that went down there. Yeah, it's like an implosion. You almost would hope for that. Like, that's what you'd hope for. Yeah. Like, no notice whatsoever, just instantaneous, Correct. no pain. Yeah. Kind of like like if the airplane was to crash, you fall asleep before it hits the ground, right, is really what you hope for? Oh, yeah, I'm just going to try to snooze it out. Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, like with the mass drop, okay, I'm going to bed. Yeah. Night-night. Yeah, so keep an eye out. This Got really it. took a good turn here at the F-35 end. 35 and... <laughs> Yeah, you have that ability. It's just... <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> They're talking about a hamster wheel. <laughs> the ham- Look, again, because the ocean... Dude, like, imagine the middle of a storm. Like, like just, like... I think like- that's why they... Like, the only reason they stumbled upon him was because they were doing preparations for one of these hurricanes coming through. And but, should, was like, but should he be allowed... Like, what, like, who are they to say, you can't do this? Um, it's just a, probably just one of the... It's like a precedent thing. You know, you just don't want everybody thinking... That they can just take an unsafe. Is it because of like across. use of resources? Like, okay, dude, now we found you. Now we got to track you and like spend time with you. Like, and taxpayers don't want us doing this. Or is it more about like, hey, the greater good says you're dumb and we're not going to let you do this? Um, probably a mix of both. Solid. Okay. Yeah. Half budget. Half. <laughs> yep. Half morality. Yeah. Half. Uh, you know, I I see you. You still have so long to go. Like, yeah. I'm, I can't. I can't let you do that. Right. No, no, no. That makes <laughs> In sense. good conscience. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, well, there it is. The good, the bad, and the ugly, our daily clip on uh, what's going on in the world. Yeah. We figured rather than let me run away with the ball on all types of news stories, we would let Bill organize it in a fashion that at least haphazardly keeps me in line, though I will find my way to wiggle through. Yep. No doubt about that. Joe, the zenith of my day. The zenith of your day. Xenon, the warrior princess, stepping in here to I the think booth. Xenon was the girl of the 21st century for my Disney fans out there. Disney. Ooh. Okay. Speaking of Disney. Oh, boy. Watched a movie this weekend. I would say one of, one of Disney's most recent greats. Which one? Elemental. Okay. Have you seen it? Um... No. Fairly new. Spoil. I won't spoil the whole movie. I'm not going to spoil the whole movie. But nothing you can't see from the trailer. Okay, nothing you can't see from the trailer. Mm. There's like this world of different elements. And there's water and fire are two of the main characters. Much like our world. Go on. And how they normally society says, no, they don't mix. Sure. But we'll find out how their paths may or may not cross. Oh, wow. I thought it was really good movie. So did Demi. We actually told the kids, like, hey, we're going to pause this because mommy and daddy can't watch it right now. We're going to come back to it, though, later. And we did, in fact, come back to it later and continued watching it. It was deep. It was deep. The movie. Yeah, they'll get you there. It was deep. And and you know what? From, like, a personal principles kind of conversation, which, you know, all of these movies are trying to push their social agendas, I didn't feel like propaganda-ish. It didn't feel propaganda to me. It was just a real conversation. And I actually enjoyed the movie. And it was it was fine for the kids. It was fine for the adults. 
Uh, it was good. Elemental. I actually, I, I will put my stamp of approval on Elemental. Oh, cool. Is what I will That's say for, for the weekend. That's on the Disney app. Right. So if you are looking, skip on past the Pride Collection and go straight to Elemental. And there you can uh, find a wonderful movie. Got Joe Berg, WSIC sports director. I assume he's ready. I think I got to notice that the door's open there at WSIC Statesville. So uh, we're going to have him on the way back. Denny Hamlin coming at you, bro. Good morning, OKM. Justin Kazepis, 833. Top-notch journalism here at WSIC. Build the buffer on the sticks. We've got Joe Berg, WSIC Sports Director, in Studio A right now. Joe, Denny Hamlin gets the win. Are you ready to apologize to him for just poking at him for this whole season? Joe? Maybe? Got nothing on Joe, huh? All right, we're gonna work. We're gonna work through. We got a got a couple of technicals we're working through. I'll leave him unmuted so he can just pop in whenever he's ready. Joe, if he can't Joseph pop Berg. in, he might be trying to pop in right now. Joe, give us a call down here uh, rather than just run through the board. So, so we have multiple studios. We connect the boards. We changed over the internet this weekend, so that's why you're hearing a couple a of differences. Deal. Yeah, we changed the internet. Look, it's no offense to Spectrum, but it was too slow, so we switched over to AT and T, uh, and we just needed a little bit faster of net. And so we did make a switch, and but we're, we have to reconnect all the devices. Bill, this is what, episode 51, 52 of our show? Probably around 54. 54. Do you remember episode one? Uh, yes. Do you remember episode two, three, four, and five? Uh, pretty, pretty. Basically the first week. Yeah, it's kind of a. Kind of a blur, yeah. The first week. I feel like we're back to that a little bit, right? Because every time we make a big change and we got to check through all the different modules right. and all the and connection like the points. one thing you don't check. That's exactly like, right. That's the thing. That's right. So uh, we appreciate Frank Horvath, our engineer, who is literally right now probably typing away on a keyboard doing stuff as we speak. And so, Joe, give us a call rather than, than do the board case. There we go. The phone's ringing right here. I'm going to assume it's Joe Berg, and uh, we'll, we'll get talking to him, particularly about Denny Hamlin. Because I've been, I, look, I've been trying to encourage him for weeks. I've been saying, look, man, you're getting old. You're getting old. Uh, there's a lot of question as to your validity as a champion. You can win races. You can stay. You can, you can lead stages for a significant amount of laps. But look, it's about championships. And you've got an opportunity here. So when I send you these optometrist options, I mean it seriously and genuinely. Improve your life. And so, Joe, do you do you feel that you owe Denny Hamlin an apology at all for having picked at him for so long? Now that he's won, and it's looking like potentially like he could win a championship. Well, he he's won a lot of races this year. But I don't. I don't. But think a I championship. Have to but yet. a championship. Yeah, he still doesn't have a championship. Long way to go yet. Long I way. They're down to twelve drivers. Get him to an optometrist. <laughs> yeah, there's still a long way to go. <laughs> How many races do we have left, Joe? Well, we have the round of 12, three races in the round of 12. Then we got the round of eight, three races in the round of eight. And then we have the uh, championship race. So that makes seven. And how many drivers will be in the actual championship race? How many drivers will be in the championship race? It'll be four. See, I'm pretty excited about that. I do like how, like, you consolidate. the. That is one thing about this model I do like. You consolidate the numbers down. Because just imagine, like, with four, like, what if three of them wreck and it's literally just one guy, you know what I mean, like 100 laps, just wide open? Yeah, well, you know, or all four of them wreck and it's just kind of whoever can move 
an inch first wins. I've seen yeah, that in a movie. I don't before. like this new system. Yeah. Yeah. We. I mean, we've seen people run across the line, you know. Um, but I. I don't like this new system. I. And look, look no further than what happened to Martin Truex Jr. in this round. Regular season champion, great twenty six races, and he has one issue that's out of his control at Kansas with his tire going down on lap four. And he was below the cut line getting into uh, going into Bristol. Now, unfortunately, uh, or fortunately for him, he was able to advance. But, you know, it's just unfortunate that one bad race could ruin your entire chase after a regular season where he dominated. Mm. Well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Dale Earnhardt Jr. doing what he's got to do. Race this weekend. What do you think? Uh, how, how Jr. do out there? I, that was awesome to see, man. I was rooting for him, that's for sure. Uh, I've never seen a driver pull off the track with 40 laps to go because his fire suit was on fire. Uh, so that was a first, but I'm just glad that he was able to get out of that car in time. Do you think it was because he was driving Hellman's rather than Duke's? I don't think so. I mean, he's been a Hellman's guy through and through. Uh, maybe that's a problem. Maybe that's something we need to address right there. I think that maybe some issues stem from there. Maybe uh, some childhood things we need to discuss. It seems. Uh... I, I think there's a lot of things that you that you want addressed with NASCAR mm. with Hamlin's eyesight and junior sponsors. How do we make you happy? I don't know. I'm I'm hard to please. Actually, I'm pretty easy to please. I feel like you know. You give me a good cup of black powder, and uh, and then I can start my day. Uh, okay, so. Football, interesting weekend. Uh, I'll say Colorado, Colorado State. Let's start with some college. What do you think about that? Like a lot of smack talking and obviously Colorado being ranked. Is this just one where they know each other so it was easier to have a good match? Or what do you think happened? No, I think it it had a lot to do with the comments made by the, uh, the coach over at Colorado State about how when he addresses people, he takes his helmet or he takes his shades off and talks to them like adults. And that was a direct shot at Prime, Coach Prime, saying, uh, you know, he doesn't take his sunglasses off when he's addressing the media. Oh, I, I and, and the game, what, the cheap shot hits. Do you think they were cheap shots, or are we just seeing that from the TV perspective? Are these just yes. kids that are hungry to play? No. The one at the end of the game, um, I forget who it was on Colorado State who got ejected for the targeting hit, but that was absolutely unnecessary. And, I mean, the targeting was one thing, but it was the fact that he followed through and drove uh, the quarterback into the ground as hard as he could. I mean, it's a known thing that we're trying to avoid that in football now. And it's just like he was saying, you know what? I'm just going to hit him as hard as I can and uh, put all of my weight on top of him when he hits the ground. Wasn't it shoulder contact, though? Isn't that what the rule is? Is shoulder contact okay? No. So for targeting, it's weird because it doesn't matter if you hit him in the shoulder or, or where you hit him. If you lead with the crown of your helmet anywhere, like in the upper body, it's going to be called targeting. Okay. Well, that's good to know. What else happened in college football that had you excited this weekend? I mean, college football was kind of, you know, college football. We're still early in the season. It's still Uh, early. I I want, it is still early. And I want us to, you know, at least wait until we get to some of these bigger games 
that are going to be coming up next weekend. I mean, this week there were some decent ones, but you got Alabama at 13 playing Old Miss 15 next week, Utah and UCLA. So you finally have some ranked teams playing against each other. Uh, this week, though, I was surprised. Georgia kind of escaped and got a win. They, they did not dominate uh, the way that I thought they would. Same with Florida State, only winning by two. Uh, so those were a couple of games that surprised me this weekend. Did did you think that Nick Saban should retire at this point? There's some question about that with Alabama and what's been going on. Are you of the opinion Nick Saban has ran his course and it's time to get off the throne? No, I don't think so. I think he's still got a lot of good coaching left in him. Um, it's just a year where, you know, they, they've had top-tier – quarterbacks for how many years in a row now uh this might be the one year where they have a little bit of a downslide and a downslide for for alabama is being ranked 15th and not being ranked in the top three you know so it's not all bad but saban he's only 71 i think he's got a, a lot of time left in him Switching gears to the NFL, I saw Russell Wilson. I The only drive I watched last night of the Broncos-Washington game uh, was the final drive. Uh, I didn't I didn't care to watch any of it prior to that. I don't even think my TV would have la- allowed me had it not been for CBS switching over to the game. One drive I caught, Russell Wilson drives the ball down, Hail Mary's 50-yard Hail Mary, can't convert the two-point conversion. Is Russell Wilson now too old for the NFL, and is he washed up and needs to go? You know, you might not be far off on that one. I mean, I was watching that game a little bit, and we did see what I was calling vintage Russell Russell Wilson moments where he was hitting the long ball with guys in stride with ease. And that's what he used to do in Seattle all the time. And that's how he he became popular was being so accurate on the long ball. Uh, We haven't seen that last year. And they're starting this year 0-2. Now, he still played okay, um, but I just don't know, one, if that team is good enough, and two, if Russell Wilson still has it in him to be a top-tier quarterback. He, it might be him on the downslide the same way we saw Cam start to slide. Should I be ashamed that I was okay with Sean Payton taking an L? Why's that? Well, he's former Saints coach in the NFC South, so I don't really care where he goes. I'm just not a fan. He had Drew Brees, oh, one so of the greatest quarterbacks you, of all you time. Carry, you carry those grudges with you. so because Significantly. I rem- I, my mind is like a steel trap, Joe. I never let it go. Okay, got it, got it. I have yeah, a lot well, of trust I mean, issues. See, I, I let those things go. I, we got new coaches now, so. Wait, you know, so you let, let, let Matt Rule go? In your mind, Joe, you let Matt Rule go? Is that what you're trying to say right now? Well, yeah, we don't have to worry about him anymore, do we? We were still paying him. Of course we're worried. I'm not paying him. The Panthers are. The Panthers are, but, I mean, as far as the fans are concerned, he's gone. We have Frank Reich now. Do we, though? Do we have Frank's full attention? You feel like we got Frank's full attention? <laughs> you know, you, you might be onto something there. Let's... Let's see what happens tonight when the when the Panthers take on the Saints. All right, give us a quick preview because you, now your show is not happening tonight. Is that right? Correct. Yeah, I'm getting kicked off for uh, for the Panthers. So you will hear Panthers on WSIC. I think that they are going to come back and get a win. 
I think they need to get a win. That's right, so Joe Berg. So I do think that that will happen. This is why Joe Berg is the WSIC sports director, because he does whatever I tell him. Absolutely, Joe. We love it, baby. We love it. Uh, you can catch the scoreboard Monday through Friday. Wonderful show. Joe Berg, top-notch, actually understands sports as compared to what I just make up and have a great time with. And so, Joe, we appreciate you, sir. WSIC sports director, you can listen to the scoreboard Monday through Friday, 6 to 7, except tonight. Because it's Monday Night Football. Panthers got to share the room like, like their siblings with another team, another game, but that's okay. Good morning, fam. We're coming right back. Good morning, OKN. 848 on this Monday. And the day has been rolling. If you go into work at 9 o'clock, just take a deep breath. You know what? Actually, do this. Ah, got that black powder. Pumpkin spice is the flavor of the week for me. Loving it. Love it. All 21 flavors. I'll drink them all. Just don't put any sugar in it. Don't put any creamer in it for me. Just personally. Maybe you like a little dash. They got a little combo action. You can figure it out. Figure out the bean you like. You got pea berry too. Told the story about what a pea berry is. And uh, you can always go back to WSICnews.com, all the social platforms, and watch that storytelling we did about pea berries at one point in our life. What a weekend. Uh, and the week. And we continue on. Tonight's a big night in Cornelius. Town board is, is going to be hearing about Mills Market. Local project, downtown Cornelius, pretty much just adjacent to Kane Center. Just about a little over two acre parcel in an L shape in the downtown. What's up for consideration, I believe, and I don't know if something's changed. 238 apartments plus 12,000 square feet ground floor retail. One of those type of projects that if you're looking to expand your downtown and make you your your downtown thriving, certainly a project that you would expect to participate in that. Uh, obviously, a lot of questions as far as, you know, potential tenants. Are we talking about a hyper local? Are we talking more national brands? What, what does that look like? I think that's relevant to the conversation when we're considering projects. What are the type of businesses you're looking to establish within your retail? And then 238 apartments. Uh, what, what's kind of the price point? What's the market rent right now? Downtown Cornelius, are we talking two bedrooms, three bedrooms, one bedroom studios, a little mix and match action? What are we looking at as far as price point goes? A lot of conversation there that could be had. Um, and, and I'm excited to hear what happens. I believe we will have Commissioner Billadu in tomorrow, I believe, is what we should have. Yeah, um, a little rundown. Yeah, a little rundown on, on what the town board, whatever they decide tonight. Um, it's an interesting project. It's an interesting conversation. Development, obviously, a huge conversation locally throughout the community. I certainly have my opinions on development. And look, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text Jake Palillo again or m message him again. I'm going to try to get him on today for today's Real Talk. So today's Real Talk is our real estate show that is on every Monday, 3 to 4 o'clock. I do host that show as well. What? This guy's on the radio again? Yes. It's a little bit different of an approach. I won't say I'm uh, I'm a little bit more put together. I think by the afternoon, right? I'm not as I'm not as outlandish. What's your take on that, Bill? Am I am I calm or more reserved on today's real talk? What do you think? Um, I think you just know real estate really well, so I appreciate that. Yeah, you're in. Most of the time, I feel like I'm making it up. You're in a lane. 
Well, <laughs> that's the advantage. It's, it's, I try not to get too much into the particulars of real estate here on the morning show um, because we have the real estate show. And and really, what it is is if you're interested in local pricing of real estate, you gotta you gotta search locally too, right? Like like we shop local, like we believe in local business. You really should be searching for real estate locally. You know, Zillow, Realtor.com, all the big national players. I understand, like you might like, I like their user interface. I get that. But ultimately, you need local data. And so WSIC News being directly connected into the Canopy Realtor Association and MLS, we have direct access to the most local data you could possibly have for real estate. So WSICnews.com, you just click real estate. There you can search for real estate. You could find out what the potential sales price would be of your home. You can do a home valuation report there. Uh, if you go there, click WSICnews.com, click real estate. You can submit some information and we can get that for you. In addition to that, you can search and stay in the know about what's going on locally with real estate in the community. Always want to provide you with direct access, including market reports. So really cool market reports, statistics, little, little tools on the website. Tell you average average list price right now in the marketplace, data on sold properties, pending properties, both residential, you know, single family, condos, all that kind of stuff. And even land. Land's a big conversation right now as a whole as far as development goes. And so we keep you apprised at a county level on the market reports, and you can check those out and see how the numbers have moved. It's cool to watch and track. Once you click into one of the single reports, it tracks over time what the changes have been. I really like looking at that, the historics, to try to see, okay, what's the trend? Is there an anomaly? Is this going to continue as part of analyzing data? It's kind of the geek in me, real estate prices and all that kind of stuff. Speaking of local, I went also at one other food venture for the weekend, um, it's kind of funny. We ended up, well, we didn't eat. Um, that's what we did. So Demi and I, we ended up having, well, the kids had something else. We went with Taste of Buffalo. You ever been to Taste of Buffalo in Huntersville, Bill? I have not. So Taste of Buffalo, it's a Bill's spot. It's a it's an actual Buffalo Bill's spot, Taste of Buffalo. Cross the street from the bowling alley there uh, off 25. And it's been there for a while. Taste of Buffalo has been there a long time. We got wings. They do this cool thing with the wings. They cook them, but then we get them from the pit is what it's called on their menu, from the pit. So after they cook the rings regularly, they fry them. Then they'll put them on the char grill and char the outsides to get this nice crisp going on. Now, that sounds nice. So I brought a couple. I brought some leftovers, but I'd love for you to try them since you hadn't had them. I'm kind of surprised you haven't had them before. Uh, but Taste of Buffalo, we did from the pit wings. So they char the outside a good bit after you... Have them cooked regularly. Phenomenal, great pizza. The sheet pizza is impressive. The sheet pizza. If you're if you got a party, you got a group going on. I recommend the sheet pizza. Also the wings. Again from the pit. Got medium and lemon pepper. What's left is the lemon pepper. That was Demi's half of what she ordered. Of course me. I left no prisoners and absolutely destroyed the medium wings. So I brought the leftovers of the lemon pepper. Look forward to sharing that with you today, Bill. And then uh, what else locally? Anything else going on? Anything else, uh, Bill, you want to, um, you know, say to the people? Oh. I forgot to ask about B Joe yeah. Berg about the Orioles. I'm sorry about that. I got so carried away oh, about no Denny Hamlin, that, and you're rocking the Orioles jersey. Yeah. Super I apologize about that. All good. I'm Hey, listen, I'm happy. We're here. When's the next game for the Orioles? Um, I think they're actually going to play today. You could be looking at one of the uh, – uh, if you're looking for a little bit of entertainment, you might see a hungover – Baltimore Orioles team try to play the uh, Houston Astros. Yeah, I saw the coach was like doing like beer bongs or something like that. Is that oh, yeah. what I saw? Oh, wow. Yeah. Just getting rowdy. Yeah. Just getting up. 
Yeah. Uh, is that a thing? I guess beer and baseball, those go together? Um, yeah, but we have a uh, hydration is the theme for the Orioles this year. So okay. um, whenever we hit a single, we open the sprinkler. Whenever we hit a double or a triple, we uh, hit the sprinkler <laughs> dance move. Yeah. And uh, whenever you hit a home run, you, you get to go into the dugout and you get to uh, take a sip of the hydration hose, as they have called it. Is it water? H two O. Yep. Oh, it is H two O. They just funnel it down. Funnel down that H two O, baby. Stay that's, hydrated. That's the only way I'll drink it. That's yep. it, right there. All right. So, cool. uh, was there? Is there a local Orioles spot too? By the way, is there like a Baltimore um, bar anywhere? Probably, but my house. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's what I mean. Like you and Nat are, are both big Baltimore fans on this part. Nat particularly, right? And uh, yeah, Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. Right. Well, the Ravens. Uh, yeah, she watches the Ravens. They do have a little Ravens bar, which is awesome. I got to go yesterday. Okay. Um, it's a pretty cool scene. Um, I forget the name of the place, though, okay. because I'm a Panther fan. Well, yeah. Is it close by to y'all spot, though? The, the... Yeah, it's, it's right near a sister's house in North Davidson. Okay, so it's... The Ravens Nest, you can look it up. They all know. They, all, People who they are already know. Yeah, they already know. They're, it's yeah. not anything new. We're not, no. we're not informing anybody Correct. of anything Correct, yeah. that's... Yes, this was very much a, a staple. Not their first time. It was a good party. It was a good time? Oh, yeah. I had a good time yesterday, yep. huh? And All they right. won. Yeah, my Sundays usually revolve around the Ravens and if they win or not. <laughs> well, since, since it's Monday and the Panthers are playing, yeah. what are you looking for from the Panthers tonight? What are you – What are you? What are, give me Bill's just picks. Just compete. Compete. I just want to see our defense kind of step up and be the defense of, of you know, kind of last year. I think our defense has been a strength. The, the tackling issues that we had in week one I did not – was not a fan of. Um so some sure-handed tackling um, and just effort, effort and energy on offense, um, and take points, you know. I thought F Coach Reich made an interesting decision to, to not kick a field goal on our first drive with a new quarterback at a, sure. a, a road game. You know, just let's get some points. Let's build momentum, right? We don't have to go fourth and one and, you know. It could be like Mizzou and kick that field goal, you know what I mean, and win, that, yeah. win against Kansas State. Right? Yeah. You could do that if you wanted to. All right, National Holidays, National Cheeseburger Day. Yeah, good day. One of my favorites. Yeah. I would say cheeseburgers at the top of the list for me. Right. Cheeseburgers. Boom. I will judge a restaurant for the first time based on its cheeseburger. Nice. Two categorical things I look for in my cheeseburger. Okay. I order it medium. So cook. I prefer medium. Pink, not bloody. Right. Two, presentation. And what I mean by that is meat to bun ratio. Okay. I do expect the bun to stay together, not to fully engulf the meat. However, I do expect a good portion, proportion between the two. Right. I also expect it to hold up. You know, as I'm eating it, I don't need things, you know, falling off the side. Right. You know, I don't want it to be too messy, but hey, a little messy, not bad. Right. Not bad. Uh, National Day of Civic Hacking. Join developers, designers, government employees, and data scientists at special events. So if you're looking to hack something today, today might be your day. National First Love Day. Do you remember your first love? Mine was probably cheeseburgers. Mm. Solid. Yeah. Mm. Or Skittles which are illegal now in 14 countries. Mm -hmm. Chiropractic Founders Day. So if you're a chiropractor, keep straightening it up. You know what I mean? Keep they, it straight. They got your back. They got... <laughs> uh, let's see if there's anything else. Global Company Culture Day. It's Rice Krispie Treats Day. Is it really? It's also Hug a Greeting Card Writer Day. You know any greeting card writers? Um, No, but uh, Grace's sister, she actually makes really good birthday and like 
birthday cards. Really? So she could be a card writer. You know who you know who who probably could write greeting cards? Who's that? Pat Shannon. Yeah. Host of the home ad show coming up next. Listen to Pat. If you got a birthday, got an anniversary, call in, give it to Pat. You win free free stuff like daylight donuts baby jody i'm coming for you this week baby give me some of them pumpkins we love you good morning fam catch us tomorrow every day we're here ain't going nowhere the new 1059 100.7 wsic statesville mooresville north charlotte